In this episode, I'm going to show you how to run a business and marketing audit so that you can super specifically pinpoint what's not working with your marketing and book more clients so that you can hit your revenue goals in 2021. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hello and welcome to From Better Half to Boss. I'm your host, Tavia Redburn. So we have been doing a Make More Money with Photography series the last three weeks. We've talked about how to create a high-touch client experience, how to make an extra two to three K this month with photography and how to get testimonials from your clients. And I said that last week was the final episode, but I know that you guys have been loving this series and honestly, I have been loving it as well. So I want to continue talking about how to make more money with photography. So we're doing that in today's episode, figuring out what is it about your marketing that's not working. I'm going to help you figure out um, what's maybe going wrong or what are some things to look at, how to do an audit. And then next week, we're going to talk about the power of money mindset for photographers and improve your money mindset. So if you're worried about things like you know, am I charging too much or am I worth what I'm charging? Or how do I get over some of those money blocks that potentially are keeping clients from booking me? That's what we're going to talk about next week. So if you're loving this money, make more money with photography series, will you do me a favor? Take a screenshot or a photo of you listening to this episode and tag me on Instagram. I'm at underscore the beauty and birth underscore. So Sidebar, um, before we get into the rest of this episode, I am leaving for CrossFit in 20 minutes. I have not done CrossFit since 2015, 2016. I was an avid CrossFitter for many years. I don't know if anybody listening um, does CrossFit. If you do, send me a DM on Instagram. I would love to connect with you. I have not been in so long, and one of my good friends um, has been going for the past year, and she's been talking to me about doing it, and I'm like, ah, we've got all the stuff in our garage, like we've got weights, we've got kettlebells, we've got like all the stuff, and I just work out in the garage, but there's just something about the camaraderie and like having people around you working out together um, that... I kind of miss about CrossFit. So I'm going to give it a shot. Not to mention the fact that when I'm working out by myself, a lot of times I just do the things like I want to (laughs) do. Like I do the things that I'm good at and I don't do the things that I hate like burpees. So going to an actual CrossFit box will, again, will give me that motivation to, to do that. So anyway, if anybody out there also does CrossFit, shoot me a DM, send me your prayers, good thoughts, because I'm going to really try hard not to throw up today. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it goes well. I'm a little nervous. That's why I'm mentioning it on the podcast. Um, okay. So anyway, let's get back to like why you're actually here. We're talking about this today, doing like a marketing and business audit. It's actually really important, but it might not seem like it at first. Like the word audit tends to deter people, but it's a question that I get often is like, okay, I feel like I'm doing all the things and it's not working. So what I'm going to share with you are the steps that I use and I help my students use to audit their marketing. And by doing this, it really has helped me grow from zero clients 
to six figures a year by taking a second to look at what's working and not working. So I was actually chatting with one of my students inside marketing school, who I'm quite sure is listening to this because I know she's an avid podcast listener. And when she brought this up, I was actually kind of already considering doing a podcast episode on this topic of doing a marketing and business audit. And so this is a really specific process I take my students through to analyze their marketing because there isn't a one size fits all answer to this question of like, why isn't my marketing working? Basically what this student said to me is like, I feel like I'm doing everything right. I feel like I'm doing all the right things when it comes to marketing and I'm not getting the bookings that I want. And I think a lot of us can relate to that. So let's forget for a quick moment about all the moving parts when it comes to marketing, like social media and content and networking and referrals. I want to make this really, really simple. Okay. So hang with me here. Basically, when you get people to your website, the ideal situation is for them to fill out the contact form, book a consultation, and book with you, right? But what often happens is we lose people along the way somewhere. Maybe they come to our website, but they don't fill out the contact form. Okay, so that's where we lost them. Or they fill out the contact form, but they don't schedule a consultation. So that's where we lost them in the process. So look at your process and start to see like, where am I losing them? And how can I fix it? Maybe some of you don't even have a consultation process. Maybe you're just expecting people to fill out your contact form and then book you. So that might be where you're losing people. You're you're losing out on the opportunity for them to get to know you and your business in a simple way, like a consultation. I want you to think of it like funneling sand into a bottle. Like imagine you're at the beach and you have a funnel and you're scooping up sand and dumping it into the bottle, Okay. Each grain of sand is a person, a potential client. So for our example, when they make it from the top of the funnel into the bottle, they're a booked client. But if you have holes in the funnel, the sand, aka your potential clients, are going to pour out before they even make it into the bottle, right? And you'll have to have a lot more sand at the top to fill your bottle because they keep coming out of all of these holes. But what if you could plug up those holes in the funnel so that more people made it into the bottle? The holes can be things like something with your consultation process is keeping clients from booking you. Or even if they like don't click over to your contact form and they never fill it out. So we got to make sure that your first priority is fixing all of those holes before you start trying to fill up the bottle. Before we get into fixing those holes, I want to talk about seasonality in your business because this is the first thing that I talked to her about is like, She said, you know, like inquiries have really slowed down and people just don't seem to be interested. They're not filling out my contact form. And she was telling me all of this in, I think, late June or early July. And I told her this is totally normal. So seasonality in your business is normal. And a lot of times for birth photographers, we think, or newborn photographers or baby photographers, we think that because, you know, people, it's not like wedding season or senior season or something or family, fall family season, people are always having babies, right? So we kind of think there's not seasonality when it comes to our industry. But after a decade in business, I have noticed in the summer months, people are less likely to 
fill out my contact form and inquire. It's so strange. And then come September, all the inquiries start pouring in. And the first year that this happened, I was kind of like my student. And I was like, what is going on? Like everyone hates me all of a sudden. What is the problem? And then I started to track it. And I realized every year for me personally, it's usually July and August things dramatically slow down and then they pick back up like crazy in September. And by things, I mean bookings. I mean inquiries. I mean people visiting my contact form. And I think the reason for me personally that this is happening is because my clients are moms. My clients have families. Nine times out of 10, they already have kids. And so their kids are out of school. They're traveling for the summer months. Like people's headspace is just kind of in a different place in the summer. They're just thinking about travel. They're thinking about like family time, they're they're less uh, systematized than they are throughout the rest of the year. And so typically in September, it's almost like January again. It's like people start to like recommit to what they're doing the rest of the year. They start to get more systematized and they start to get back into their normal routine. And that includes like, oh yeah, I'm having a baby in March and I need to find a photographer, right? So if right now it's the summer months and you're feeling like, oh my gosh, what is happening? It's so slow. That in and of itself could be what's going on. So just take that with a grain of salt, okay? The second thing before we talk about filling up the holes in your funnel is I want you to confirm that your tech is working. And that sounds so silly, but are is everything working? Like your contact form, is it working? Like do a test, have someone fill it out, fill out yourself, make sure it's working. Because you guys, there was one time, I think maybe in 2014 or 15, it had been months okay, maybe not months. It had been at least like two months that I hadn't had an inquiry and not one inquiry. And I was like, what is going on? So I went to fill out my contact form and I didn't receive a notification. And I went into the back end. Back then I was using Profoto and, um, oh my gosh, WordPress. And the contact form was like stuck. Like all of the entries were stuck somewhere in my website and I had to dig around to find it. And I was so sad because I had all these inquiries that had just been sitting there, probably people thinking I was ignoring them. So just make sure, I'm sure it probably is working, but just make sure that your contact form is actually working. Make sure your website is functioning. Make sure that when you're sending people like a link to schedule a consultation, just make sure all the steps are working. Run through it like you're a client. Visit your website, visit your contact form, make sure you're getting all of the things that you send to your clients. Okay. So just confirm all of the tech is working. Okay. So now let's talk about how to fill the holes of this funnel. I want you to write down some metrics starting out and we can start to analyze all of these pieces. Okay. How many clients filled out your contact form last month? Or you can do like a quarter or three months or whatever you want. Of all the people that filled out your contact form, how many ended up booking a consultation? And then of those people that booked a consultation with you and you had the consultation, how many booked you? Okay. So I want to start to look at these numbers. And if you've never written this down before, start keeping track of this because it will help you look back and and start to see trends and start to analyze like what's working well and what's not. Okay. So these are really important metrics. One metric I didn't include that's even like more top of funnel here is how many website visitors you had, how many unique website visitors, because then you can start to get an idea of how many, like what percentage of people who visited your website filled out your contact form? And what percentage of the people who filled out your contact form booked a consultation? 
And of those people that booked a consultation, how many booked you? Like paid money, paid a retainer, paid a deposit, and booked you. Once you have those percentages, you can start to figure out trends and what's going well and what's not. Okay. I will tell you for us personally, we book between 50 and 80% of our consultations. And that actually is pretty low. We actually usually book almost hundred percent of our consultations. So I don't know if that's normal. You can, you guys can tell me what's normal for you. You can DM me on Instagram. Let me know just so that I know, um, where you guys are. But for us, it's, it's typical that we book about a hundred percent of people who do a consultation with us. However, I will say they receive full pricing, like our full pricing PDF before they book a consultation. So for us, the consultation is really more of a formality where we tend to lose people is from when they fill out our contact form to actually booking the consultation. But I'm at a point in my business where I'm okay with that. If they see my prices and they're not okay with them, I would almost rather, I don't even want to schedule a consultation. I'm not there to try to convince somebody and like, you know, strong arm them into booking us. That's just not where I'm at at all. Like I want them to have the information up front. However, I will say I've been in business for 10 years. I've built a reputation, you know, here in my community, people know me as a birth photographer. And so I have the ability to do that. Could I book more clients if I maybe gave them a starting price and got them on a consultation and explained everything? Chances are yes, but we're staying as booked as I want to stay. And so I'm not going to do all that. If you're sitting there saying, okay, people are filling out my contact form and they're not booking a consultation. Let's start to look at why, where are you losing them? Are you sending your full pricing and maybe you need to just give them a starting price and then explain everything in person? There is definitely value in that. So start to analyze those pieces and look at those numbers and keep track of them week over week, month over month. So again, you can start to see trends. You can start to improve things and see what's making a difference and what's not. I will say for my student that I referred to earlier, um, she gave me her percentages and her percentage of people that were filling out her contact form from her website was low. Like the number of people who visited her website and then transferred into client or excuse me, transferred into filling out the contact form, I want to say it was like 1% or something. It was pretty low. And so then I start to look at, okay, and this is something I do for my students all the time on our coaching calls. We start to look at their website and I go, okay, why is it that you're losing people? What can we change about the photos, about the layout, about the wording um, to make it appeal to people a little bit more, share more about the value of your service to get them to click over to your contact form? Hopefully that makes sense. Another thing that I want you to think about if you're thinking like, okay, my marketing is not working, like something is not working. What does that mean? What does not working mean? Do you know your goal? of number of clients that you want to book per month? And are you hitting or exceeding that or not? Because sometimes we base these um, thoughts on feelings. We're like, oh, my marketing's not working. And we're just literally basing that off of a feeling of like, I need more money. Okay, but let's actually look at how many clients do you have booked and how many do you want to book? So that is my starting place. When I'm doing a marketing analysis with any of my students, I ask them, how much money do you want to make per month? 
And how is that? What's the breakdown like? Is it 50% births, 50% portraits? Is it 20% births, 80% portraits? Like how does that break down? And then how can we start to look at the number of clients that you need per month to hit your revenue goals. And then you guys, it's so fun because it's literally just backtracking it. It's like, okay, let's say I need three clients a month to hit my revenue goals. And I know I book, let's say 50% of my consultations. So I need to have six consultations every month. Okay. Then it's like, okay, well, how many people do I need to fill out my contact form in order to have six consultations a month? And then how many visitors to my website do I need in order to get that many people to fill out my contact form in order to book six consultations a month to book three clients a month? Hopefully you guys are hanging with me because that's a lot of like information, but uh, let's start with the end in mind. Let's start with the end in mind. Three clients. So how many consultations do I need? Then how many people do I need to fill out my contact form? Then how many people do I need to visit my website? So when you set the goal, you can start working backwards to help you meet that goal. Common problems that I see when it comes to consultations, the biggest one is that people aren't asking right then if they're ready to book. Photographers are not saying, would you like to go ahead and secure your spot with a deposit today? It's $350. I can take it PayPal, cash, check. I have a card swiper. Like they're not asking them right then if they're ready to book. And I know it can feel scary. And I know that I've talked about this on the podcast before, but if you will just literally say, my calendar fills up X number of months in advance, or I have X number of spots left for your month. I have one or two, three spots left for December. My deposit to hold your spot is $350. That reserves your spot on my calendar. Would you like to go ahead and reserve your spot by paying your deposit today? I can take check, cash, card and then be quiet and wait for their response. And their response might be no. Their response might be, I need to think about it. But nine times out of 10, their response is actually, yeah, this has been a great conversation and I'm ready to go ahead and book. Asking for them to book is the biggest mistake that I see photographers making and why they're not scheduling clients at their consultations. I actually made an entire YouTube video about the consultation process. If you click over to YouTube and type in how to get hired as a birth photographer, you'll probably see my video pop up or you can find my channel, The Beauty and Birth um, by Tavia Redburn on YouTube, how to get hired as a birth photographer. And I talk all about the consultation. So you can really start to look at like, is my consultation process working? to get me the clients that I need and that I want. So I know that this might seem dorky to you, but I think that this is really fun. (laughs) Like I think that really looking at the numbers and it just simplifies it in my brain. Oh, three clients a month means six consultations. So I just need to book six consultations this month. Okay, how am I gonna find six people who are ideal clients, who are my right people to get those consultations booked? Do I have a brand and a business that appeals to my right ideal client? Then it's just a matter of getting traffic to my website, um, to my social media accounts, using past clients, using vendor partnerships, paid advertisements to get those six, or I'm just using six as a number. For you, it might be more or less. Um, But the key here, you guys, is to keep track of all of these things. Set a reminder for yourself once a month 
like literally just go into your calendar and set a recurring reminder on the first of every month to fill in these metrics. How many people visited your website? How many people filled out your contact form? How many scheduled a consultation and how many booked? And then you can start to see where there might be some holes in your process. And I know that once you finish this process, you're going to know exactly what's going on with your business and where to make those changes. I would love to know your biggest takeaway from this episode, big or small. Maybe you had a small aha moment, or maybe you're like about to re-overhaul a bunch of stuff. Shoot me a DM on Instagram and tell me what you learned and what you're going to implement from this episode. If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit subscribe wherever you're listening so that it automatically downloads all the new episodes that come out. P.S. Spoiler alert. There's a bonus episode coming out tomorrow on Tuesday. So make sure that you're subscribed so you automatically get that update. And thank you so much for leaving the show a review on iTunes. I read each and every one and those reviews help this podcast reach more people. So thank you. And my friend, remember, if you have a passion, it's not an accident. Not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, it is there for a reason. Get out there and make it happen. Have a great week, you guys.